0: Every time you speak you can see your voice in the air your warm breath briefly hovers in front of your face before vanishing into the cold cold air you are again surrounded by darkness the snow of Mithron never seems to fade away and the crack of ice breaks under your feet with every step it has grown quiet the last couple days as you all focus in on enduring the ever lingering frostbite of Mithron. finch after a few days of being back in the darkness dealing with the frozen land You look around and see your companions trudging along speechless. You can tell they are suffering pushing along. And though Felomir is guiding you all with the key of Kilnar Plus as we might now call it, you feel you need to step in as a leader. Your sense of exploration has strengthened in this frozen tundra. You've become very accustomed to how to maintain a physical and mental stability. You help guide them along and even take point in front of Felomir pushing through the snow, clearing a better path for them to walk through seems the snow is falling so fast and thick that even snowshoes push through the soft powder with every step. Another thing you are noticing, Finch, is every once in a while, about every 100 to 200 feet, you all have to go down into what seems like a small pit. And after about 20 to 30 feet, you are climbing back out of it. You realize you are currently in the tracks of that large crustacean-like creature that calls the cave-in. And to everyone but Finch, it seems like you have spent weeks in here already. But Finch, you know it's only been six days. And after a few hours of walking after another long rest in Dor's magical haven, you see something other than snow for the first time. A statue stands in front of you. The statue is of a robed human figure standing with one arm tucked into his abdomen, and the other reaching up but broken at the bicep. The statue is in great condition other than a few chips and the broken arm. When you get 20 feet away, you feel a slight shift in the air around you. The five of you stand around the statue as a haze billows from the base. You hear a voice audibly echo in the area. The bloodline, bloodline of a guardian of a approaches. approaches. Death, Death cannot, cannot exist, exist without, without life. life. Seek, Seek out, out that, that which, which protects. protects.
1: What?
2: <laughs> and it goes quiet.
1: What? what did it just say? Am I the only one that heard that?
2: The bloodline of a guardian exists? Approaches. Is that one of us, maybe?
3: Well, Keth protects.
1: Keth does protect. It sounds like it's trying to tell us to buy a gun.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I was like, 30% off now.
4: <laughs> okay, and that was an audible thing, you that, said? That was a completely mm-hmm. audible thing.
3: Can we assume this came from the statue?
0: It happened when you approached the statue.
4: How loud was it? Like, was it like just like a talking voice? Yes, Okay.
0: It wasn't booming or anything. I mean, I'd like to
4: I, I'd approach the statue and start trying to see what's going on. Okay. Uh, give me an
0: investigation check.
4: And I would like to cast detect magic.
0: Okay. Uh, as you cast detect magic, you actually do not feel any magic in the area.
2: Okay. I rolled five, and then it equals six. So six.
4: And I'm, I'm upon not feeling any magic, I'm also going to investigate...
2: Okay,
0: So, do you want to help him, or do you want to do it yourself? I'll assist. Okay. So oh So that damn means it. Finch, you get a you get advantage. So hey, roll again.
1: I wanted for there to be like this underlying like competitiveness to see who the leader mm. of the party was. <laughs> 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 He's
3: like, no, I'll do it myself. Uh, nineteen. All
0: right, with a nineteen, you find that the statue is being is surrounded by like a small circular wall hidden underneath the snow. It's about ten feet out. It seems that this is also a fountain. So you're elevated up because of the snow. And then whenever you get close to the base of the statue, you start wiping away kind of like the frost that's kind of covered the front of it. And you see a sign that says, Saravale,
2: the heart of Mithron. What does it say? Oh, oh well, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I was distracted and um, thought. Uh, well, thanks to Felomir, I was kind of able to see this a little bit better. It says, Saravale, the heart of Mithron. Oh,
1: finally,
3: we're getting somewhere.
2: Yeah, it seems we found what we're looking for. I still am not sure where that
4: voice came from, though. It certainly wasn't magical.
3: I'm going to look at Oystrich to make sure it didn't come from him.
0: You look at Oystrich, and he just seems to be nestled in your shoulder, like, alert, but it didn't seem to come from him.
3: Okay.
2: Maybe I see her notice Oystrich, so I'll go ahead and take notice of PeVAC.: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, PeVAC is still nestled in your, your cloak.
0: go cool. The hood of your cloak.
3: Um, Do we know who this statue is?
0: Give me a history check if you'd like. I want to give a history check. 16. 20. Astra, with your knowledge, you don't know who this is, but Felomir, you actually kind of have a hint. You don't know who the exact person is, but the robes indicate that it's a crafter from the city of Saravell.
4: Well, I'm not sure exactly who this person is, but his robes indicate that he's some sort of craftsman uh, located here in Saravell.
1: Ah, a smith?
2: Something like that, yes. Hmm, I wonder what his missing arm could mean. Can't smith without an arm
4: now the missing arm Mm -hmm. was the statue built that way or does it look like it
2: looks like it's broken okay
4: well it appears that it may be broken
2: could still be an ominous foreboding
3: i'm gonna look around and see if there's any bits of the broken statue on on the ground okay
0: uh so you kind of position yourself underneath where the arm would be and kind of dig at the snow and you are able to find the arm as you lift the stone and unveil it from the snow The hand of the stone arm is gripping around a metal sword that has no spots of rust. The arm appears to have been holding a sword out to the people approaching the city, as if a general signaling an army to move forward.
3: Hey guys, I just found this. It looks to be part of the statue. It broke off or something. What the hell? You just found that? Is the statue, like, super tall?
0: It's like an eight foot tall statue, yeah.
3: Can I reach, like, the broken off part?
0: No, because it's standing on a pretty big base. But... It is an elegant sword with an old ancient writing on the blade near the hilt Felomir, when you get a glimpse of the writing because i'm assuming you want to investigate this as well you are correct you immediately remember seeing this style of writing in the library of yen it is the writing of Mithron's mages and arcane crafters it works like thieves can't but for these arcane crafters no one alive today knows how to decipher this crafters cant, as we will now call it your eyes of the roomkeeper can tell you what the words are not what they actually mean In the common tongue, it basically says, up, revenge, world, life's balance. All right. Hold on. (laughs) Will you repeat that? Sure. It says in crafters cant, up, revenge, world, life's
4: balance. And one more question. This sword, is it an actual sword or is it a part of the statue like carved out of stone? It's an actual sword. The stone is grasping the actual sword. Okay. Well, this is quite interesting.: What does it say?
1: I can't read it?:
4: Well, I don't know if I can read it exactly, but it's the script of the, the arcane crafters and mages here in Mithron.: What does it say?: Well, translated literally, it says, "Up, revenge, world, life's balance.":
1: You know, Felomir, you can just say you can't read it.:
4: I mean, that is what it reads.
1: That's what it says.:
4: As for what it means, that I don't know. It works similar to, to thieves can't. You know, coded language, almost. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Are we in danger?
4: Well, well, I'm pretty sure we're always in danger here in Mithron.
1: Well, you know what I mean. Is someone watching us? Well, you know what I mean.
2: Right. Well, it puts me at a loss. It, it's a riddle without an answer, as far as I can tell. Yes, I don't think we can decipher anything
4: from just this statue. I'm, I'm going to take a look around. Do we see any other standing structures
0: Nearby? No, not within the 100-foot range of your Key of Kilnar. Okay.
2: Is there anything else about the statue I can kind of look in? Or just the fountain area, kick around, see if there's anything buried under more snow? If you take 20, you still won't find anything.
0: Okay.
3: Is the sword, like, able to come out of the grip of the hand?
0: If you broke the stone.
2: Is it a nice-looking sword?
0: It's a very nice-looking sword. It's an elegant sword with an old ancient writing.
5: Is it magical? It's not magical.
3: Okay. I break the hand. Finders uh, keepers. Oh shit! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. Wow,
5: I think that's the loudest you've ever gotten.
0: <laughs> uh, so how are you gonna try and break the stone?
3: Dude, pick that shit up and throw it <laughs> like like I do. And I guess I'll just throw it on the ground. <laughs>
0: On the
4: snow-covered
3: ground. Oh, yeah, yeah
1: right. you can throw it at the statue Whatever. or something. Just break the rest. You got mending. You can, it doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> well, that's why I asked how tall the statue was to see if I could put the arm back on. I just really want to use mending. You guys. <laughs> It's a useful spell. I don't know. I guess I'll break it on the base of the statue. Okay,
0: so you just like want to slam it or you want to throw it?
3: I'll slam it.
0: Like fist against the stone? Yeah. All right. Uh, give me a strength check. Oh, God. Not a save, Bug. but a check. Nine. All right, <laughs> so you pick up the uh the arm and you just kind of like swing it as hard as you can against the base, but it just kind of like bounces out of your hand and you just drop it into the snow. Astro, what are you doing?
3: I'm trying to get the sword out. Hold
2: on, hold on, let me um I'm gonna walk over. um I actually still have a handless pick from the mines. <laughs> 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 And I've been wanting to just get rid of it for so long because I hate seeing it in my shit. But I'm going to use it. I'm going to use my handless pick to start chiseling away at his fingers. So
0: you're going to take this like axe pick that doesn't have a wooden staff and you're just going to like Poke at it, I guess. How did they use it back then? Yeah, just grip it and Well, it the wood had rotted, so you have just like the head of an axe pick. Like a, oh, a pickaxe.
2: I thought you were saying they were just actually handless picks. That was the whole point of them. No. Pickaxe. Oh, no, I don't want still, it. Let's it can can yeah, <laughs> use you, it like an ice pick.
1: Yeah, you can just use the other end of it and just Dave seemed to speak like it that it, was
0: never but, gonna work. I mean you can make it work, but how are you gonna make it work? Yeah, like an ice pick. So you're gonna use it like an ice pick. Alright, give me a give me a strength check, I guess. That would probably work. Twelve. Yeah, I mean it's it's easy-ish. So you just kinda put it on the base and just kinda like chop at it with your with your handless pickaxe thing. Mm-hmm and uh, yeah. I have
2: a crowbar too, we can Uh, say that I hit the, we can say that I'm sitting there hitting the handless pickaxe with just Just slamming the crowbar probably would have worked, but. (laughs) There's so many options here. But you make it work. I'm uh, fucking leaving this handless pickaxe here. (laughs) (laughs) I did not realize what I had been holding this entire time.
0: Broken pickaxe is what it is. Yeah, you break off the fingers of the hand and the stone is now free. When the stone is released from the grip, Astra, you feel that tension in your body as a vision approaches. Give me a wisdom save. 16. The snow, the darkness, the green light from the key of Kilinara and your companions begin to fade away. The statue in front of you revitalizes to its former glory with the arm and sword attached. You are standing on a busy road of travelers moving past and in front of you. In the background, a mile from this statue, you see a city that stretches up the face of a mountain like Vines. A lush forest surrounds you and hugs the base of this mountain range. It reaches up through the city, giving the bottom half of this municipality a natural fill. The voices of the passerbys are droning. Then you feel a shift in time. You see the construction of the fountain and the statue in reverse. The days and nights cycle endlessly. Then it stops and moves forward again. You see a man in basic set of mail, walking with a woman in leather armor towards you. They walk with arms linked. His long blonde hair and her long black hair flow in the forest's winds. They stop where the fountain would stand and embrace each other, with no one else around. My love, must you go? Is there really anything you think you can do for them? Death did not come swiftly for my people years ago. They were granted no mercy by this enemy. I must try to help. If I could go with you, I would. But there's too much at stake here in Saravell. Please come back to me, Amarin. I can't imagine life without you. This sword and shield will guide me back to you, Heltrone. I feel it. She begins to step away and their hands slide out of each other's. Their fingertips linger together as long as her steps will let them. And then your vision fades back to the present, Astra. This time when the vision came, you didn't pass out like before. And it doesn't seem to have taken too much time for you like it did in the past. It was almost instant. It seems your training with Ovid-Lar has helped you maintain consciousness when these visions come. You no longer will have to take wisdom saves on your visions.
3: Sweet.
1: But when she got the vision, did she like have a blank stare
3: or anything? Did, I have, did my like, eyes go white? Yeah, was it signs? noticeable to
0: us? For a brief like three seconds, her eyes do kind of go back and she just shows the whites of her eyes. Do I notice that? Give me a perception check. Crit. Yes, you notice it.
1: I wanna walk up to her and just kind of lean back and forth to
3: see if like her eyes follow my face. I'm gonna come back and I guess see Doris. What are you doing? What are you doing? I just had a vision. Oh, really? Mm -hmm.
1: A vision? Another. What happened?
3: My favorite thing (laughs) is, fellow, you're saying, a vision.
1: (laughs) What happened? (laughs) (laughs) What did you see? No contractions. What did you see? With whom did you speak?
3: It it was this fountain, but it was like it went back in time or something, back to where when the statue was still together and there was a busy city around and a beautiful landscape. And then it kind of fast forwarded to Hamerun and Heltron.
4: Wait, the Guardians?
3: Yeah. Or at least that's what they called each other, was Hameran and Heltron. Hameran was leaving for battle, and they were, I guess, lovers. They were saying goodbye, and that really it.
1: (sighs) Heltron and Hameran were fucking...
2: (laughs) 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 So, are we to believe that Heltron is the statue, and Hameran was his mistress that left?
1: Well, I wouldn't call her a mistress... That's kind of disrespectful. I'm well, sorry. I mean, v- I don't,
2: my vocabulary escapes me. I, I <laughs>
1: don't actually don't even know the parameters of that relationship, <laughs>
3: so you probably are right. Look, I googled. I recently Googled the difference between miss, missus, and missus. Miss, 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 and missus. Yeah. Can we just cut a piece out? It's all of the, bullshit, so mistress is fine. Okay. No, wait. Let's cut
1: a piece out of the episode to explain this, because I've always wanted to know. Well, Mistress what the does
2: kind of sound like someone who's more of like the cheated person. Yeah, like Mistress sounds that's helping like. helping cheat on someone.
3: Yeah. It's kind of evolved into that, but it used to just yeah. be a, a wealthy cool. woman. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Which is pretty much where it well, all began. Spoke perfectly. There yeah, Mister
0: and Mistress were like master, and yeah. it was like the owners of homes. Mm. Uh, well, it got shortened
3: over time, and it eloquently. had just very different <laughs> meanings. I mean, it could be mistress is a whore or a wealthy lady, so it's like, well, what's the fucking point? What's the difference? It's all bullshit. <laughs> so what did they do? What happened? So Hamerin was leaving Heltrone. She said that death did not come swiftly for her people before, so she had to go, I guess, take care of something and fight someone, and Heltrone stayed behind or something important.
0: Homerin's slogan is may death come swiftly. Yeah. So this is like the first time she's using these words in the podcast.
2: Oh. Well, she said also that death did not come swiftly and that she was going to like help out. Maybe they're like not dead. I interpret that Definitely as. They suffered. They suffered. Yeah. yeah. Suffering. Oh. Maybe she's going to bring on the death. Because the whole point of Hamarin, she's the guardian of
4: death, may death come swiftly. Like remember all the people back in the, in the little village before we entered Mithron, how they were all like, "Oh, we hope you die really fast." Yeah, <laughs> and then I was all like, oh, "We're gonna live forever," and they were like, "Fuck you, we don't
2: yeah. live, bitch." <laughs> and here we are, still standing, suffering.
5: I'll uh, I'll kind of look at the the statue and just kind of shift between looking at Astra, she's saying this in the statue, and I'll uh, kind of think to myself for a second, and then I'll say, so "Wait, so you heard them talk?" Yeah. Did it sound like the voice that we heard earlier?
3: No. Now,
4: hearing her explain that, would I have any knowledge of a historical event, such as anything that would define the people of Himarin or. No. Okay. So, what? So, Himarin is life and death. What was Heltron again? Heltron is life, Himarin is death. Oh. They're the four of the primary characters. They're guardians. just each over one thing, though. One's just. Yes. Rely- okay, I thought they were. Yeah, Heltron's life, Hamerion's death.
2: I don't
3: really know what it means, but Heltron had to have stayed in Cerevel for a reason. I don't know what might have been going on for him to stay or what Hamerion might have been fighting against.
4: I'm not sure. I haven't heard of anything.
3: Maybe we'll find out when we get there. Oh, real quick. It just feels like I
1: should do this. I'm going to take out the Heltron necklace that I never put on. Okay. Or it's soulbound or anything. And okay. just lay it by the statue.
0: Okay. Yeah, y'all see Doroth take out a necklace that he found in the inn in the darkness and just put it at the feet of the statue. What are you doing?
1: I think this, uh, I don't know. I think it's better
3: here. What is that?
1: It's a, uh, it's an like an amulet. It's like a Helltrone amulet. Hmm. I never use it and this, I don't know, this is really heavy. So not the necklace. I mean the situation. <laughs> so... It 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 seemed meaningful to leave it here.
2: I find it endearing. Thank you. If you say so.
3: It's poetic. Before Hameron left, she said her, sh- her sword and shield would lead her back to Haltrone.
0: Did you see the sword
3: in the vision? It was sheathed, so.
2: Not even the hilt? It would be difficult to see it.
3: I don't remember. I wasn't really focusing on what they were wearing, but. Can you go back? <laughs> I I don't think that's how that works. Damn it. But anyways, we found a sword, and she said something about a sword. Maybe there's also a missing shield. And as I say that, I'm just going to start rummaging through the snow.
4: Yeah, I guess upon hearing that, I'm going to take a closer look at the other hand to see if potentially it was holding something.
1: Uh, yeah, it was on his abdomen, right? Yeah, it's right. tucked into uh, right. his
0: abdomen. Okay. Kind of like holding against Wait, his body.
3: Didn't the voice say, seek which protects? Maybe that's a shield.
0: That is a shield.
1: Mm, Whoa! That's a good idea. also <laughs> said, Astra's brain, brains explode all <laughs> over <laughs> the <snow. laughs>
4: Yes, and I'm interested in the, the rest of what was said as well. Uh, death could not exist without life. I assume that's referring to Heltron and Hemeran.
1: Yeah. We're getting somewhere. This is exciting. Keep going.
4: However, bloodline of the Guardian approaches. That part still puzzles me. The
5: bloodline approaches, so one of us is a guardian, or came from a guardian. It's probably me, because I'm the giant slayer. It makes sense. That's
1: that's very funny. I just want everyone to know that I accept my responsibility humbly. I shall lead us out of, out of the darkness.
4: Well, now that you mention it, I am the only one that has spoken with a guardian directly. Oh,
1: that makes you so
3: special.
4: The great old one, to be exact.
0: He's not a guardian. Shut up.
3: <laughs> I mean, I was I was thinking maybe since I have a connection to all these guardians. No, no, no. I'm
5: Cat the Giant Slayer, champion of Yen, and I am the descendant of the guardian. It's clear.
1: No guardian? What have you? You have no creativity. You don't
5: need creativity.
1: No style? I got
5: plenty of style. You see
1: this jacket? Oh, <laughs> you just got the jacket. I'll give you the. It's a, it's a fly jacket. What about my manner? Have you seen my manner? I've seen the manner. We don't need to bring it up.
3: Next time on MTV Cribs. <laughs> Yo, dog! This where the magic happens. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna Somebody say. Somebody please hear and all that.
2: I'm just staring at the sword and this weird cant that we can't quite understand. Okay. Well, as I'm kind of not paying attention to what they're saying and I'm trying to study this thing. Well, as far as what you say their parting words were, wondering if somehow this crafters can't maybe if she's going back for some sort of revenge. You know, if revenge is at least in the first line up revenge world, and then maybe life's balance could have something to do with the two of them being back together again. That does make sense. You know, it does seem like something that
4: Hamirin would be aligned with, at least based on our rough our rough translation.
2: Maybe bringing the shield and the sword together will bring some sort of balance.
3: Well, first we'd have to find it. I'm assuming I'm still looking for the shield.
2: You're still looking through in the snow? Yeah. Yeah, you try and try. You can't, you can't find a shield anywhere. Then I'm just going to mutter to myself, up revenge world. Life's so balance.
3: anyways, about past the guardian bloodline, what, what else did it say?
4: Uh, well, it said bloodline of a guardian approaches. Death cannot
2: exist without life. Uh, seek out that which protects I believe your your idea about the shield seems the most correct. I, I think that that is the path that we now are on, is finding the shield along with the arcane well.
1: Well, it's certainly not here.
2: I would
4: think not. And and the sword's not magical at all? Nope. Well, the sword isn't magical, so I would assume the shield isn't either, which means we'll have to look for it the old-fashioned way.
2: Does anyone like need a sword Like, gonna look around, I guess? I don't know what everyone's carrying. Astra's carrying a mace. Kath's carrying a halberd. Doris got a rapier.
0: Felomir's got a staff. Spear now. Spear. And you have a long sword. Yeah. So. And this is a long sword.
2: Well, Astrid, you technically, um and I started with the sword. Would you is it is it, is it yours now?
3: If you want it, you can have it.
2: I've only brandished my own sword once or twice. I'll kinda flip it around in my hand a little bit, maybe. Okay. I mean it's a well crafted sword. Feels good. Feels good. It's not elegant though. You talking about yours or no, I'm talking about this, this new one. Yeah the, uh, new, the, yeah, the new one's very elegant. It's mm-hmm. very nice. Would it be a vast improvement from what I have?
0: It's a plus one Masterwork
2: sword. I don't know. I guess I'll make eyes with Asher again to see if she really cares or not. Like,
0: I'm sorry. It's a plus one magical sword with...
2: They said it wasn't magical because there was no, no magic.
0: It's a plus one Masterwork, ma- masterwork okay. sword, <laughs> but it's also got this quality that if an enemy is resistant to slashing or piercing, this blade ignores that.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, if she didn't care, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna keep it, and then maybe offer her my old one. Sure.
3: I'm just gonna shrug at him and be like, I don't care. All
2: right. Well, then I'll kind of, I'll go up to the the statue and kind of like stab it in the ground near where, uh, or my my old sword. I'm gonna stab it where near where Dorothy dropped his necklace. I
0: love that y'all are like making offerings to this.
2: <laughs> yeah. <staff. laughs>
1: Actually, now that he did that, I'm gonna pick up the the necklace and like put it around the hilt of the
3: sword. <laughs> i take my bully <laughs> <woogering> off. And- <laughs> yeah. Put a helmet on it.
0: All right. So you're leaving the sword and the necklace behind.
3: Do I have to pee?
0: If you think Doroth needs to pee, sure. N-
1: never mind. Never mind. I, w- I was going to piss Doroth was here in the snow. <laughs> 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 Just so there's no confusion. Uh, a great warrior wants to... The- no, it was Doroth. <laughs> he-, he was here.
4: Perhaps we should press on to Sarah Vale. Maybe we can find the shield there.
0: You continue to follow the key of Kilnar's guidance, which leads you towards Saravell. As you approach the walls of the city, the gate of the entrance is down, but has rusted over and crumbled under its weight slightly. It's not wide open, but there are open slots in the broken metal for you to slide through. Seems that this is
2: wide enough for me. I'll try and
0: see if I can wiggle through. You wiggle through without really touching the metal at all?
1: Can I not wiggle through? Like, just walk Probably normally through it? Okay, I'll do that. All right, <laughs> Doroth walks through.
5: Kath, can you make it? i'll uh i'll kind of walk up to it and like judge if i can fit through or not uh you you're going to be the tightest fit but you think you can make it
3: how tall is the wall
5: really
0: tall like 40 or 50 feet okay all right i'll uh i'll try to fit through all right so kath you squeeze through i will follow astra you go through I'll follow behind all right as you pass into the entrance area of Saraville, you see the still ruins of a city You can feel in the architecture of everything around you that this city may have been one of the grandest cities in all of Asus. Some of the buildings have withstood the age of time and remain standing multiple stories tall. And once you are behind the walls, that constant flow of wind seems to vanish. The air is still, and the surrounding buildings are quiet. Eerily quiet.
1: This gives me the creeps instantly.
2: Uh, I don't usually agree with you, but agreed. So there's like no, we're not in like a cave or a dungeon or anything this is we just passed through a wall You know how there's usually, still open you know how us?
0: there's like a usually like a place where their armies would gather right outside the gate of a in the in like a medieval movie sure and like there's horses all around they're like on to war and then they leave through the gate uh-huh. this is where they would gather okay in that big open area behind the gate it's like a big old courtyard
3: well this must have been the city that i saw in my vision off in the distance i guess This is Saravell.
4: It's safe to assume that. Is the arcane well
5: here?
0: As the legends say. Oh, man. When you look at your key of Kildnar and like where it's guiding you, because this is a city that kind of moves up the side of the mountain, it seems that when you aim it up a little bit, it still seems to be guiding you in that direction. And
4: it's going, I guess, just towards still straight ahead, like deeper into the city? Yeah. Well, the the key of Kilnar is pointing deeper into the city, so I would assume so. Let's Let's go. When you
0: begin to move through the city, Keth, you feel something odd. As you look around the area in the ruins of the collapsed buildings, things don't seem to be lining up in your eyes. Like how a lot of the buildings seem to be defying the laws of gravity or something. The ruins seem top-heavy and perfectly balanced. Then you see it. You see a long, thin column of ice holding up the corner of a two-story building. You trace your eyes, And then on a building across the alley, you see a stone column teetering on the edge of a a roof. A chain connects the column and the building across the alley.
5: This is up in front of us? It's to the side
0: of you as you're like walking by it. Guys, guys, stop. Everyone give me dexterity saves, Mm okay? You get advantage for your danger sense.
3: Cool. 11. 20. 15.
0: 6. 14. Everyone stops moving, but Felomir, you stutter in your step to stop and you hear a snap beneath your foot. You all look up to see that column that was teetering on the edge of a building rocking back and forth before it falls from the building. It swings on the chain is attached to and collides with a column made of ice, holding a building up. That building begins to slowly fall towards you. Run! I would like to run. Dash. You all sprint away before the building falls. You turn back and see it falling towards another building, which triggers the fall of another building, and another. These buildings are falling in a zigzagging pattern across the road you are on, and they are falling fast towards you give me athletic checks to sprint away from these fallen buildings.
1: Can I use acrobatics?
0: No. Damn it.
3: 17. 10. 10. Crit.
0: 11. 17. As you're sprinting down this road through the snow, you feel the rumbling of every building as it hits the ground. And as you escape the road, out of reach of all the buildings, you find yourself in the town square unscathed. And just when you stop and gather together again, you hear a roar of something you've never heard before. Almost a yawn like roar. You hear it echo throughout the city in
5: different tones and pitches. I'll, uh, I'll pull my halberd out and get ready and just kind of look around. Yeah, I'll ready. Notch an arrow and yeah. You, know. you look
0: across this small town square and see four of those dog creatures pop out from an alley. And behind it, a large slumping sack of flesh. This ogre-like creature wearing the thick leather flesh of what you consume is made of creatures like the dogs you've seen before, does another yawn-like roar in what seems like a response to others in the city. The five of them each turn their heads towards you and begin to sprint in your direction. As they get closer, you can see that the ogre-like creature has his eyes closed and carries a large bone weapon with spikes on it. Get me in, I As the enemy approaches, Finch, you
2: react quickly,
0: and it's your turn.
2: So I'm going to put Hunter's Mark on the meat blob. Okay, using your bonus action. Yes, and then I would like to throw spike growth around him, but with more of the growth towards us, so he has more to run through.
0: Gotcha, all right. You bring some spikes from underneath the snow, and they kind of take over the area. And they, they're kind of like just poking out of the snow, but these creatures are kind of in the snow, so it's going to affect them just as fine. And that's
2: uh, damage for every five feet moved. All right. In case you weren't sure.
3: Question. I don't remember really fighting these dudes. Did we ever discover like a weakness or anything? Uh, yeah. Would we remember this weakness?
2: I think if you don't remember it, then I don't think we remember it. I think that's what that face means. Yep, that's what that <laughs> means. <laughs> okay.
5: Kath, you're up. Oh, not these damn dogs again. And I'll uh, rage and rush forward.
3: Who let the dogs out? All right.
5: <laughs> Baja Men, is that what they were called? Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's Ryan's uh, favorite album right there. Okay.
2: It's the first CD I ever owned. Dude, they should have been sponsored by Taco Bell and Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm-mm. Because Baja Men is spelled B-A-H-A, and Baja mm. Blast is
5: B-A-J-A. Mm. yeah. They could have worked something out.
1: <laughs> One of them lying is what I'm saying.
5: <laughs> so I'll uh, I'll charge forward to the closest uh, dog and attack with my halberd. All right, you rush across the snow and attack. Twenty four and eighteen, both hit. Twenty four in total. You cut across him twice, and you kind of like slap him around, and he kind
0: of hits the ground and this lights back up to attack. Felomir, your turn. I
4: would like to cast Eldritch Blast. All right. At which one? At the leftmost dog, both beams, Uh, twenty-six and a twenty-one. They both hit Uh, And ten damage each, so twenty total.
0: Jesus. All right. (laughs) What's wrong with that? (laughs) Yeah, he just did what twenty-four damage. Yeah, but it's you know just the first time like fellow mirrors had probably two max damage eldritch blast. It wasn't
1: even max.
4: Well, they were both plus eight. Well, they were both eight plus two. Oh, the plus two damage. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh It's pretty damn good. I'll take it. Agonizing blast. The two Eldritch Blasts fly across the area and then pack with the Void Dog.
1: Making him cry.
0: And then the dogs spread out in a pack-like formation trying to hunt you. Whoa, what? So they're like intelligent and shit? And as they move and spread across the area, two of them leave your Spike Growth area and take uh, damage. Finch, would you like to roll your damage for the Spike Growth?
2: Three damage for somebody. And that is. Seven damage for the other guy.
4: And that is per five feet of movement, too. So I don't know. They were on the edge. Okay. And as they reach
0: their destinations, you see a green cloud emit from the spikes on their backs, spreading the area with poison.
3: That's the poison. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That's it. Well, that just farts up my entire idea
1: literally that's Mm. what they did astra your turn
3: is fly concentration yes yes and gust of wind is concentration yes um then
1: (laughs) all right (laughs) storm up in
3: here (laughs) okay i cast gust of wind where at at the central point of the poison
0: there's four different poison clouds four there's four dogs I thought there was sp- three dogs. There's four dogs. Oh, so. God. Fuck.
3: Um, I'm going to point it towards Keth.
0: Good call. Give me a spellcasting attack because I want to know if you hit directly on Keth or off of Keth because of blindness. Uh, 21. All right, you get it
5: directly in the center where Keth would be. The ogre rushes forward. <laughs> he, uh, does he cross my range with my halberd? I'm
0: gonna say you can't see him clearly, but I'll give it to you because you might see like him in the like the silhouette of him. So we'll give you a disadvantage on an opportunity attack. Twenty. That's a hit. Give me the damage. And then also, Finch, I need one, two, three, four. Five rolls on your spike growth for damage. So like is it two D four? Yeah. So roll it ten times. Uh
5: 14 for the opportunity attack. Fourteen damage. 26 damage. 26 Jesus, He damage.
1: was just... He didn't give like, a I'm, fuck. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
0: his rush forward, he's not giving a fuck about anything. He's just trying to rush towards where he thinks y'all are. And now the ogre is hidden in the poison from most people. But, Kath, you saw a glimpse of him, so you hit him. And, Dorth, it is your turn. Okay, so do I see the ogre creature moving? Give me a perception check with disadvantage. 13. I'm going to say you do not. Okay. Um, but I do see that
1: we are being uh, overwhelmed by a poison cloud. And I did see that the dogs are acting like weirdly more intelligent than the other ones. that Because the other ones did not do that. They, like, did? they did the poison thing, but they didn't like spread
0: out. And You were, like, in, a, you were in a temple and they kind of spread out, but they didn't really spread out. Okay. So, I mean, you, you're, you can it's your judgment, but they did kind of spread out in the temple.
1: All right. So, you know that uh, the rainbow uh, potion that I had?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: All right. So, I have it written down here which ones I have left. I have one or two of them where I only drank the top one, which I know is health. Mm-hmm. I want to pull one of those out and first see if it's still intact. Okay. God, uh, that's a 15.
0: It's all mixed up.
1: Can I pull out another one? You can. That's an 83.
0: All right. That one is intact. I
1: want to drink the whole thing. The whole thing? <laughs> yes.
2: All right. What no, colors whoa. did we say were there? Red? Uh, uh, is a whole red. brand new one? Because you said you had two that were missing no, the top. I
1: have, well, one, two that are missing the top. One of them to destroy. The other one I'm drinking. All of, there's four spaces left, and one of them was the red health that I already drank. So it's- I think blue was after that, and I don't know what was. I
0: mean, to. it would have been the color of the rainbow. Yeah,
4: there was orange, and that was increased spell damage. Yeah, was the second layer,
0: and then there's yellow, which we never have seen, haven't seen, and then we'll say green, and then blue, and blue. We're probably only five colors. I don't remember exactly what we said, but we'll say there's five colors.
1: Yeah, there were five.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. I so you're doing orange, yellow, green, and blue, or red, or all of them?
1: Uh I had already drank the top of, of this red.
0: One. So yeah. you're doing orange, yellow, green, and blue.
1: Dude, Ojock. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one way to find
0: out. You're right. Well, first off, you get plus eight to your spell attack. Okay. Uh roll a D four for me. One. Roll a D four for me again. Three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh mm what's about to happen (laughs) i mean doris on that wave now i mean he lost his hopes and dreams he's like fuck it (laughs) let's see what happens
0: doris okay as you down this potion you feel a very empowering magical sense about you oh yeah you can you feel that any spell you cast right now will have an increased attack and damage the plus eight plus eight okay but then something starts to stir in front of you, like about five feet in front of you, a tornado of some sort, a really, really small tornado on the ground. And then all of a sudden, almost like a pop like a popcorn, like a popcorn kernel goes off, there is now an air elemental standing in front of you at your command. Yo! But then you feel another weird thing. <laughs> you begin to see the height of you begin to go down. Again. Or even more. <laughs> and you are reduced by two sizes from small to
3: tiny, d- tiny,
5: diminutive to diminutive.
3: So you're a fairy.
5: Pretty much. He's just like lost in the snow <laughs> yeah. action figure.
3: Yeah.
2: Jesus.
4: You are the size of your character on that board right there.
0: And then as you're looking at the details of snowflakes around you like the, the intricate details of each individual yeah, snowflake this has got to be beautiful first of all a small little eye pops up right next to you you have casted conjure elemental reduce large person but with re- with reduce and arcane eye what does arcane eye do uh you can control it to scout things for you okay
1: dope <laughs> uh so, can I do anything with this on this same turn? You
0: can do something with your action that doesn't require any of these spells yet.
1: Okay, I'm going to use, uh, well, I'm, uh, would it be within my character to use a Vicious Mockery after all this has happened? Like
0: That's your call. It's your role play.
1: Okay, I'm going to use Vicious Mockery on, again, the leftmost, um, my leftmost um, dog. Just to... Uh, after I do that just like look around
0: like with sweat beating on my forehead and just go <laughs> but it
2: up that I'm dumb dumb. where the hell did you come from
0: alright so your DC is what usually 16 so it's got a plus 8 so he has to be a 24 for his vicious mockery no damn 24 he does not beat a 24
1: and that does 2d4 damage plus 8
0: that's correct <laughs> <laughs>
1: max damage (laughs) yeah 16 and he has disadvantage so anyone standing near me y'all just hear that and can't (laughs) tell where it came from
0: you hear that like clicking and guttural sound that these dogs make coming from that direction of the dog and you can assume that you have hit him very well with this vicious mockery okay but you can't see him because of the poison cloud
1: and because i'm probably behind like a small a <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> after
2: dorth we're back at the top of the order finch your turn so while i still have hunter's mark on this uh big guy yep and he's moved forward towards me presumably i'm going to uh shoot two arrows at him all right and because of your hunter's mark you can see him in the cloud Ooh, cool first shot's a 16 all right second one's a 25 both it 11 damage on the first one. All right. Uh, six damage. All right. So a total of 17 damage for your arrows.
0: Uh, the arrows fly true, hitting the yogurt in the belly. And uh, he
5: falls to the ground. Oh,
2: sick. Mm.
5: Kath, your turn. All right. Well, I need to give a strength save for the Augusta One. You do, yes. Uh, but I do have advantage on that since I'm raged.
0: Cool. 23. That's a success, I'm
3: assuming, Dastra.
0: This against your DC.
3: 14.
5: Yep, that's a success. Cool. And then I will attack the dog. All right. Uh, one is a crit miss, and then the other is a 24. 24 hits. 12 damage. You
0: take your halberd and you swing down at the dog, hitting him once, and you try to bring that second attack in. And you just kind of like dig your halberd deep into the snow. And as you're like bringing the halberd up, confused because you kind of flurried snow all over your eyes where you blinded yourself briefly, briefly you see that the dog is dead and after Kathis Felomir I'm assuming I can't see
4: any of these dogs you can give me a perception check to see
0: with disadvantage okay
4: yeah I'll do that uh, 15 15 you see the one on the left if that's what you're looking for yeah so yeah then I will just cast two more Eldritch Blasts at him.
0: all right give it to me <laughs>
4: 28 and 25
0: that's both hit mm-hmm. didn't even need the plus two on that uh, nineteen damage. Nineteen kills the dog. You actually kind of obliterate him a little bit. Like his leg gets blown off of him. Sweet. The two remaining dogs rush out of the poison clouds. They're in one towards you, Astra. The other towards Finch. And then they produce another poison cloud right there, while attacking. Astra, what's your AC?
3: Eighteen.
0: Sixteen does not hit. Fifteen attack against you, Finch. Uh, my armor class is fifteen. All right. Defender wins. You get hit, but don't take the full force of the impact. Astro, your turn.
3: Are we taking damage for poison? Not yet. I mean, is this dude on me because he just tried to hit me? Yeah. I'll do a ray of frost while keeping my gust of wind on this dude.
0: All right. Give me the ray of frost attack. 12. That is a miss. Cool. The ray of frost gets blasted into the snow. And are you moving as well?
3: I guess I'll move out of the poison cloud so I can kind of just disperse it
0: okay uh if you do move you will provoke an attack of opportunity from the dog
3: okay well i guess i'll just keep my gust of wind on him so that he potentially gets moved back or whatever on his turn sure okay
0: because the gust of wind is in your area i'm going to say the poison doesn't affect you because it's just flowing past you and it's going to be Doroth's turn okay first do i
1: initially take damage from the poison no Okay. Well, first thing I'm gonna do is back up to where I'm next to Felomir.
0: All right. So your movement speed is currently 25.
1: Oh yeah, I'm mm. tiny. Shit.
0: I think your movement speed's gonna be halved twice because of the two size differences. So you're gonna be able to move five feet.
1: Here's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> All right. Can I order my air elemental to pick me up and just hold me in his fist? I don't know. Because if that's the case, That'd I be will be. Sweet. Yeah, I'll be encased in a. And a poison immune
0: fist, oh air bubble, yeah, yeah. I don't know if the wind will damage you. He's mine. <laughs> because it's a cyclone what? going
1: around <laughs> belongs to me. Can can he just pick me up and put him in him, and I can just like ride around <laughs> like in the currents?
4: I would say if if it has a touch attack that deals damage, I would assume that it would also do damage to you if you were touching it.
0: I agree.
1: Um, it's not a touch attack, but it has a slam. Whereas if like, Is I that g- its only attack? No, it's got a multi-attack, slam, and whirlwind. Okay.
0: Each creature in the elemental space must take a DC 13 strength saving throw. Gotcha. Okay. On a failure, it takes 15 average bludgeoning damage. I'm going to say you don't yeah, want to be inside that do, thing. Yeah, I can't yeah. do that.
4: Like, just imagine if it was like a fire elemental. Yeah. Like, that It's I, that same principle
0: would apply to me for air. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to back up as far as I can. I guess the five feet. Ah! Uh, and he'll run screaming, and that my, will
0: not be out of the poison cloud, just
1: so you know. Yes, I know. Okay, I, I can't do shit about that. <laughs> but, um, the elemental is gonna stay and slam the dog that is in front of Finch twice or attempt to. All right, that attack is going to be my melee attack plus eight, right? My melee is just my strength.
0: Uh, it's his plus eight attack. Oh, his, yeah, I think I saw that he has a plus eight.
1: Okay, so. Is my roll plus 16? No. No, it's just just
4: his plus eight. Yeah, it'd be two. Each attack would be a d20 plus eight attack roll.
1: Gotcha. First one's going to be a 26. That's a hit. Second one's going to be a 24. That's a hit. Uh, I have. (laughs) I basically did what uh, Hulk did to Loki in the first Avengers movie (laughs) and just (laughs) slam him around. Damage is 2d8 plus five. Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You fucked up my rolls. That's going to be a non for the first one. And a 20 for the second one. So
0: 29 damage total to dog number 2.
1: And my arcane eye is following me. It's coming with me. Sure.
0: Wherever you want yeah. to go. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> like, you seeing this shit? Yeah,
0: <laughs> Use that eyeball of yours. <laughs> uh, because you're ending your turn in the poison. I need you to give me a constitution saving roll. Save roll. Safe. A constitution Save. Seven. You're forced prone. No. You're screaming in pain. You take. This is like the most
1: eventful six seconds of Darth's life. Dude.
2: Twenty-two poison damage. Uh huh. <laughs> he said it and then gave you the oh shit face. Like twenty-two damage. <laughs> but it's not over is what i'm guessing
0: and you're stunned for this whole round or you're you lose your turn of your next round because you're stunned okay which means you will end your next turn also in the poison unless someone does something about it
3: did any of us notice him disappearing mysteriously
1: y'all there's no way all that shit happened to me and nobody yeah. turned around like what the hell
0: you were already casting gust of wind when it happened so i don't think you did you might see an air elemental in the area, but you don't know why it's there. Yeah. yeah. I think
2: the fight had already started and we're already this deep into it and no one's noticed, like in game. So, why would we
4: notice now? I think if anyone would notice, it would be me because I was
5: standing right next to him. And well, now there's a big ass air elemental out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. I'm sure I definitely noticed the air elemental. You
5: definitely do that.
1: Did it happen in an order? Like the el- elemental showed up first and then I shrank and then the eye?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people would probably turn to the elemental first, and it's a large elemental.
1: So it will probably dwarf me. Yeah. And wow, that'd be worse.
0: (laughs) So yeah, I'm gonna say no one notices where you are. Oh God.
1: Uh, But I am screaming though.
0: You are screaming.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We all hear like era being let out of a balloon from like (laughs) fifty yards away. (laughs) And then we're back at the top of the order, which is Finch. So with him sending the air elemental over in my area to you know beat up on that dog. The dog's still alive?
0: The dog is still alive. It took the two punches okay. No,
1: it's Did, Slammed.
2: Does the slammed. air elemental affect the amount of poison that's around me now?
0: Not in your five foot of radius. Not in your, your personal bubble. In his four squares of bubble, yes. He is not getting poisoned because the, the air is being moved around where he is. But this dog is still spewing poison. Like it's not like it just comes on and off. It's just like spewing poison the whole time. Does
2: the dog look like it could be close to death? Yes. All right. I'm just gonna try and go for the final blow, and I'll, you know, I'm gonna use this my new fancy sword. All right. Which would hopefully also put me in like an air bubble that hopefully won't end me in a poisonous. End it of the won't. Turn. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Great. Give me the attack. Nineteen. 19's a hit, and I'm gonna do both hands. So I'm gonna roll a d ten for the damage. 13 damage. 13 damage slices the dog in half. You decapitate
0: the head. <laughs> you actually get to move still if you want. So. Right, well
2: Then fucking get me out of that poison. Well, you know what? Okay, There's still one dog right over there. So,
0: you can, If you're going to go for
2: that, you've got to give me a uh, perception check if you want to say that you know where the dog is. Okay, well then I, I guess let me get a perception check just to be safe. 13.
0: You see the dog. You see Astra fighting the dog. All
2: right, I'm going to move out of this poisonous cloud, but not into that one.
0: All right, you've moved out of the poison cloud.
2: Kath, give me a perception check to see if you know that
0: is fighting a dog. Nine. You do not, but you're in a cloud of poison, so I'm assuming you want to at least rush out of it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I guess I'll run towards... Uh, He's uh, that, going to that step on Doroth. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: Towards,
5: uh, <laughs> I'll run towards and uh, Doroth. All right.
0: Doing anything else with your turn? Already. Ready. Yeah. yeah, okay.
4: Bellamy, or your turn. All right, I'm going to make a perception check to see if I can see the last remaining dog.
0: All right, give me a perception check with disadvantage.
1: Can we say if he rolls a 19 or 20, he also sees me?
0: If he rolls a crit.
4: I did not. Uh, perception is a nine. You do not see the dog. All right, in that case, I am going to...
1: <laughs> Real quick, one more question. How big is this eye? Oh Only I can see the eye. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, I have no options. <laughs> <All right.
4: laughs> I guess in that case, I'll just kind of... I'll, I'll... Ready. If I, see, if I can see a clear shot on the dog, I'm going to shoot an Eldritch Blast. Sounds idea. good.
0: The dog's turn. The dog attacks you, or makes a strength save against your gust of wind. DC's 15. 14. 14. He withstands the gust of wind and attacks with his claw. Furry 12, which is a miss. Yeah. So it is your turn, Astra.
3: Okay. This is the last dog, and it's right in front of me?
0: Last dog, and it's right in front of you.
3: Bash it.
5: Use your training.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'll take out the mace of turning and bash it.
5: All right.
4: Dude. Turn his
0: face into gooey shit.
3: <laughs> like Keth taught me.
0: Give me the attack. 14. That's a hit. Give me the damage for the, for the mace.
3: Um, that is a one plus three, four damage.
0: Four damage.
3: And then...
0: And then it is Doris' turn, who is stunned for a round in poison.
1: Like, stunned means I'm incapacitated, which also means I can't take actions or reactions, can't move, and can only speak falteringly.
0: Correct. Uh,
1: so I can't do anything. Correct. <laughs> like, but will my air elemental act on its own to save me.
0: No.
4: Damn it. <laughs> it needs to, it'll defend itself against
1: attacks, but it can't
4: make actions on its own.
0: Otherwise it chills. Um, give me a constitution save again.
1: Ooh, I do have options because, okay, if this doesn't work. 17.
0: You're no longer stunned, but you do take five poison damage. Okay. But you're stunned for the whole round, so you can't move right now. But you can right. move on your next turn. But
1: can I take an action?
0: No. You're, you're This entire turn was four. Oh, this was the... Okay, gotcha. But you are still screaming in pain. Yes. We are back at the top of the order, which is Finch. Um, You did hear some clinking from uh Astra's mace in the cloud. Well, and I was, hear a gust of
2: wind going. I on was it. wondering... I know the hunter's mark could helped me see better through this stuff. Would I be able to transfer hunter's mark to this dog now? Or is it like... Because it's already fogged up.
3: Well, wait. Since I have my gusts of wind going, wouldn't there...
0: It's just in front of you, not everything behind you. Okay. And don't you have to
1: see
3: what you put hunter's mark on? That's yeah. what
0: I'm, That's checking. What I'm uh, curious.
3: I think it's a, a creature you can see or a creature it's you She's a
0: creature you can see within range. So you -hmm. have to to be able to see the creature in order to move the mark. I'll give you a disadvantage perception check to uh, see if you can find the creature to move the hunter's mark if you'd like.
2: Oh, a disadvantage perception check? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. It's a good one. It's not too bad either. So with that, it's uh, 18. You see it. So you can cast hunter's mark
0: on, or you can move your hunter's mark to that enemy if you'd like. I would like to do that. And now that you can see it, you can take
2: an arrow shot if you'd like. I'll take dose arrow shots. All right, let's do it. First shot's 14. Second shot's a 21. Both it. And he's hurt. 14 on the first one.
0: Alright, 14 on the first arrow. 14
2: again. Alright, so 28 damage kills the dog. Yay.
0: Yay! And you all rush out of the poison if you're in it. And get safe. And then after two more rounds, all the poison disperses and you all gather back around each other. Am yeah. I still tiny? Yeah. You come back to normal size.
1: All right. And also, my eye and uh, elemental hang out for an hour.
0: All right. So they're here, <laughs> just so you guys know. And the air elemental's just sitting there.
5: Oh. oh, where did this thing come from?
1: Well, thanks a lot for all the help, first of all.
5: What did you do? Where did I, you go? I, uh,
1: I drank one of my potions, and it had some unexpected effects. Clearly. One of which was me being about an inch tall, and I could, not, I could not get anyone's attention to save my life, literally. Well,
2: it seems that we're all okay now, so there's-
1: I'm a... not okay. Out of game, I have 10 health. Well- I'm not okay.
4: okay. Well, make things better like you always do.
1: Whoa! The attitude on this one, huh? I'm going to, like, nudge my area elemental.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he gets caught in a tornado. <laughs> yeah, he <gets laughs> sucked in. <He just> <laughs> <sucked. laughs> I am going to heal myself, though.
1: Can I just use Cure Wounds twice? You can. Dorothy makes things twice as better.
0: Feel better? A, a little better, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you uh, disperse
5: some healing potions to you out
0: in the last session? Or do you just keep them? Yeah. I just kept them.
5: Okay. Uh, well, I, I guess I should probably get these out. And I'll... uh. I'll pull out my potions and give everyone a couple. All right. Are you serious?
0: Thanks, Kath. Yeah, thank you very much. You each receive two greater healing potions. i snatch mine (laughs) from his hands. You're welcome.
1: I would have to say thank you for that to be applicable.
4: While this is happening, I would also like to go inspect the large creature.
0: I would also like to be walking with him to do that. All right. So you inspect the ogre. Give Give me a nature check. If you want to inspect... The body.
2: Seven. Seven.
0: You both equally cannot figure out what this thing is, but it is very ogre-like. The only thing it has on its body is a loincloth made of this thick leather that you can match to the void dog's skin. It carries a very large femur bone with spikes from it, and its eyelids are like mutatedly closed. Like the dogs. Like the dogs. Well, this is a, quite a strange ogre. What a strange sight this is.
1: A what? And I'll walk over, also inspecting the ogre. All right, give me a nature check.
0: Is it a seven?
3: I rolled a seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a nine. Uh, you also do not know who, I'm going to notice
3: is. all of them failing. <laughs> to, standing there with our, to uh, recognize. <laughs> our hands on our hips. We'll is. Oh, elemental is even standing oh over the ogre. <laughs> yeah.
1: What is
0: this thing? No, it's, it's the
1: alternator. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, it's the
3: alternator. <laughs> I'm going to look at Keth. Kath, you've slayed giants before. Do you recognize this beast I'll and love. assist in him investigating <laughs> the ogre-like creature?
0: All right. So, Kath, give me an advantage, advantage history check for you. Oh. 15. You've seen something like this. You once seen something like this in the mountains near Athern underground in the caverns you saw it in the version of orcs like orcs had gotten lost in the caverns and over time became this creature that you call a grimlock this one seems to mimic the body of a human instead of an orc
5: hmm well it's not of any relation to a giant it looks it reminds me of these creatures we saw in the the mountains of athern in the caverns they were they were what did they call them? Ab, aber- aberrations. They were aberrations of uh, orcs. It was like a it, it changed them over time to to look kind of like this. Except they they look different. This looks more like a human.
4: What were they called? They were
5: called um, uh, grim, grimlocks.
2: Mm. Grimlocks. I I think I've heard the term.
0: <laughs> I know
2: everything. <laughs> I knew that. But this isn't the exact thing you have seen
5: before. No, I only saw it happen with, with orcs. This, this looks like it could be a human.
1: This thing looks like it's made up of a bunch of those hacked up dog things.
2: Yes, it, it does seem of this world. Just the clothes of it. It's like wearing hide. Oh, it's not like... Not its okay. skin or nothing. Well, its eyes are of no use just like the dogs.
0: I don't see why they
4: would be of use in here. You hear the roars in the distance again. Well, perhaps we should get moving before more of these things show
5: up. I agree. Indeed.
1: I left the fryer on all night one time at work, and I came back, and chef said I almost burned down his hopes and dreams.
4: <laughs> I was like, "Damn, mm-hmm.
3: I'm sorry.
1: You said it like a radio DJ. I know. Like, Coming up at the top of the hour, depressing ass music. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, Future Dave.
2: <laughs> oh, man, Future Dave. I still have that note in my phone. I'm going to draw Future Dave one day.
1: I saw an ad on Instagram for these shades that are like single panel, and I was like, Future Dave. That's it. That's the look.
0: Hey, companions. I want to take this time to tell you about this episode. We recorded this on New Year's Eve, and it was a three and a half hour recording. These guys really toughed it out. But this is only half of that recording. The other edited half will hopefully be coming to you in one week's time, January 31st. So stay tuned next week for a new episode. I'm going
3: to try real, real hard to get it done. Bye.